Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining the True Politician Podcast. I am your host, Romeo. And if you have not already, please go to rightwingmedia.net and conservativecountrynewsmedia.net and um, follow them. They are really true blue news, and there we don't tell you fake news stories. We give you the honest-to-God truth. And if you haven't already, check my YouTube channel out at Southern Romeo, and you will see a little silver Copenhagen symbol uh, lid that says Copenhagen on there. And that is my channel. Go follow my YouTube channel. I do politics talks on that channel as well. But I also do podcasts here, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot to unravel, so let's get started. Joe Biden wins. How are we not surprised? Because, of course, we already know that the Democrats are so far out there that they don't care who they vote for. They could vote for a sheep, a cow, a dog, a monkey, a turtle. And they don't care because they don't want to pick the smartest person to run for the office. They want to pick anybody just because they hate Trump. Is that seriously how right now we are motivated? We're we're just motivated to literally have so much hate and anger in our own mind that we could now care less who we vote for and out of the lesser two evil. How many people are you going to literally have running for Congress that, like Joe Biden, doesn't have an education level of a two-year-old to even know what he is doing, he or she is doing, to make all these big decisions about the United States that could affect us either in the most horrific way possible, but yet... You you don't care if the person that you're voting for is so far gone with dementia, and on top of that, he's racist, he's a pedophile, a supposed known pedophile, you know, he's talked about supposedly liking children's touching his feet. He, he's far gone, ladies and gentlemen. Folks, we, this is what we are dealing with. A man named by the name of Joe Biden. Joseph Biden. Joseph Biden is the man that the Democrats have hope for. And to be honest, nobody really likes Joe. Nobody really cares whether poor Joseph Biden is going to last maybe only one term or possibly two terms. They just want him in there just because Trump is their enemy. And Trump has proven again why the left have become so far into dictating how things are going to go. This is what the left is doing. They're dictating at this point if you cannot see that this orange man is bad, then you are racist. How ridiculous is this? 
I mean, and then on top of that, you have Kamala Harris, who is, by the way, if Joe Biden only takes one term, let's not forget that Joe Biden is only possibly out for one term, but Joe Biden is going to have Kamala Harris as vice president, and then she's going to take over Biden's spot because Nancy Pelosi is possibly, the Democrats have have possibly said this before, that their plan is to get rid of Biden after one term, and they're going to use the 25th Amendment. Now, the 25th Amendment is, if you folks don't know it, I'll, I'll read it off to you here as I have it in front of my computer screen, where if you are the President of the United States, and you are no longer able to fulfill your obligations as commander-in-chief of the United States of America, he or she will have to step down or be removed from, say, office and be replaced with the second person that will take he or she's place. That basically right there, ladies and gentlemen, means that Kamala Harris will take Joseph Biden's spot. Oh, and here's the best part. If Nancy Pelosi does put Kamala Harris in as president as the first lady, and she will be the first woman, by the way, folks, Kamala Harris will be the first woman to ever be in the White House as President of the United States or First Lady of the United States. And let's not forget, again, let's go back to where I was talking about Nancy Pelosi. Nasty Nancy will then supposedly take the spot of where Kamala was. Doesn't this kind of sound like a Twilight Zone theme going on here, folks. It It's not the Twilight Zone, folks. This is the reality that we are beginning to see slowly and gradually creep in as 2020 is starting to kind of drift into an abyss. We are dealing with crises at hand that we have to deal with, not just only Joe Biden being put in office possibly for only one term, but Kamala Harris now taking over for Joe Biden, and then Nancy, Nasty Nancy will start moving up the chain. And then on top of that, there's going to possibly be more burning, loot, and murdering, and there's going to be more Antifa members starting to movement, starting to move around a lot more. So whether or not you agree or disagree with them, they're still going to do what they do, and they don't care. This is the Democrats' intolerance that they claim that us Republicans and conservatives have. Hello, I think we need to start waking up from this bad dream and start seeing, folks, that this is not the Republicans. This is the Democrats doing everything that they claim that we are they're actually doing it. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the most very odd year for everyone. And I know 2020 is probably 
going to wrap up, hopefully, maybe in a better way. Maybe Trump will win. And speaking of Trump winning, there is now rumors that if Trump is going to take the Democrats to court because of ballot fraud. Oh, and and that's not a surprise, I guess? I mean, we kind of already realized that this is the Democrats' way of playing ball. They're, they're going to play ball unfair. They're going to start throwing things that we aren't able to hit or we aren't able to deal with at that moment in time because they're going to do it so securely that they're going to make sure that if they can do this, the ballot fraudulent, that they're going to do it with absolute security, knowing that nothing can be done until maybe after the election has ended. This is what we see from the Democrats. This is not something the Republicans have ever done, and nor have the ever Republicans ever will let this be done, because the Republicans stand for something better. They stand for a fair vote, fair trials, the rights, everything. They stand for America. The Democrats do not have a sense of shame. They don't feel guilty for playing dirty. They don't feel guilty for doing anything but trying to cheat just so that they can get Trump out, which, by the way, Trump is making America better, and they hate it. They hate it. They're not seeing this. This is not what they're seeing. They're not seeing Trump as a person that, yes, we may not agree with him, but there are some things that he's doing that is helping America. They're not seeing that. They're just seeing hate, anger, and just motives of trying to do anything that they possibly can to put a man with dementia that is senile, so senile, that it's it's becoming so apparent that if this is what they are doing, then how come the people that are working at the post office that are dealing with these ballots are not questioning what is going on? They're They're just going, okay, we'll go along with it. I think that these questions that are not being asked is because people are starting to be scared. They're becoming scared of asking because they're afraid that if they ask why, that could get repercussions back on towards them. Not only will the repercussions affect America for what they are doing, but if they even ask why are we even standing for something like this, it's worse the repercussion hits back on them 
and they will lose his job. So it's apparent that they cannot do it because if it is a job that brings money and food to the table, to the family, they're just going to be quiet about it. But again, if you know that your boss is doing something wrong, is it kind of part of being a moral human being to question your boss and say, look, I don't think what we're doing is absolutely right and report your boss to the highest authority or to the uh, to the Better Business Bureau, the BBB, or the BBC, or whatever. I mean, do we have no morals anymore? Do we not have people that can tell right from wrong? The, the Democrats are, are trying to become such a bully that their tactics are if you don't agree with what they say or their moral beliefs, then you are going to be deemed a racist, homophobe, sexist, Nazi pig. Is that really what all that these Democrats are going to do for their bully tactics? You might as well just like start throwing cranes at each other and, and call it good because... All they're doing is throwing temper tantrums because they are mad that they're not getting what they want. They're mad that they're not getting free stuff. And and that's another thing that you hear, you know, Antifa and BLM members claiming is that we want equality. Well, if you want equality, then why are you downplaying the the whole meaning of what you stand for and take a look at yourself and realize that what you're standing for is not really technically what you're standing for. It's standing completely opposite. You guys are, are out there in a day-to-day basis protesting for something that technically people are having more rights. When Trump was in office, black unemployment was low. The LGBT had their rights. Everything was just fine, peachy, and dandy. But what what is it that now is starting to make you feel unhappy. What is it that you're not happy with now? Is it the fact that you're too lazy to get off your butt and get a job? Is it the fact that you don't want to do anything for your life but just stand there and scream racial, unintelligent rubbish? in other people's faces and push your agenda and you're not getting paid to do it so why why whine about not having a job when technically you're not getting paid to do what you're doing by standing out there protesting and and you could be out there having a job making a perfect living doing everything like 
a normal human being would do or have, but instead you prefer being a little crybaby. This is what the Gen Z has started to become. Very, very intolerant. They don't care how much problems they're going to cause just to try to get what they want. They're not going to worry about repercussions later. As long as they try to get what they want when they want it, that's all that their narrative is focused on. Is that a narrative that obviously seems like something that Trump would back and support? No. Ladies and gentlemen, Biden has even said that we will take your guns. We will shut your conservative fellow Americans down. Just because we don't like what you say, which again, under the First Amendment, we have our right to freedom of speech, you're going to shut us down because you're a school bully that's afraid of people that are speaking out against the bully, against a bunch of school bullies that are picking on people, that are doing stupid things that doesn't even make any sense at all to other people or to anybody. But you have the audacity to literally say, we will take your First Amendment because you are saying something that we redeem as racist, homophobe, sexist, Nazism, or fascist. When none of that actually applies to what any of us are saying, but we're just basically being called that because that's your feelings. Ladies and gentlemen, if we're going to go over facts or feelings over facts and truth, then why don't we just spill the beans and spill the tea here and say, who gives a shit about your liberal feelings? Who cares that you're butt hurt. If you're butt hurt, then why not turn the TV off or turn the radio off and not listen to it? You have the capability to literally block out anything you don't like, but instead you would rather go around having a tissy fit and then causing more problems for other people along the way, and then on top of this, having a possible big repercussion from all the things that you're doing, and not even care about how it could affect you or anyone else, but you're going to vote in somebody or do things that technically should not ever be done or have to be done to prove your point. Yes, under the First Amendment, you have the right to protest, but peacefully. Do you see Black Lives Matter going around being peaceful? Because I'm worried that if you claim something, an organization that claims to be peaceful and when even CNN has aired 
clips of a riot that has been or that is in pursuit of being more than just really troublesome for many, but a very horrible thing that people will have to deal with later because they don't care about anyone but themselves. That's not peaceful. That is anti-peaceful. That is just not even liberal logic being used. I remember like being able to go and talk to a libertarian or a democrat and being able to have a conversation and say, well, I agree to disagree. And not be afraid of being called a name or being afraid of being beaten to death or being belittled by these BLM protesters that claim they're peaceful when there is no peace at all. This is things that we have to see. This is things that we, even CNN has put on air. Clips. Every clip that I've seen on CNN does not look peaceful. CNN tries to water down the truth because that's the liberal logic. Water things down to make it look like it's not the liberals' fault. It's the fault of the Trumpers or the Trump cult, as they call us now. Well, if we're in a cult, then what would you call liberalism? The Biden supporters, the people that follow BLM, Antifa, the anti-fascist movement. You claim you're anti-fascist, but are you really anti-fascist? Or are you being the fascist? There's got to be a little brain power being used. Because if you're not seeing what you're calling people that you are, then that to me right there tells me that you don't have any capability or any knowledge or any right to be a voter. You are just somebody that is an obnoxious two-year-old spoiled brat. And I'm sorry, but if you're going to go around beating people up, calling names, and degrading people because of their disbelief of what you believe in, and you're going to go around burn, loot, murder, and support somebody that doesn't give a damn about you or anyone but themselves. Isn't that kind of contradicting to what you believe in? Aren't you contradicting yourself? Aren't you seeing what you're doing? You're not making America a better place. You're just making it more of a hellhole for the generation of your kind to live in. And it's all fine and dandy because 
as long as you jump on the the trend train and follow the trend that is going now, you're finding dandy. This is just something I don't understand. And what what is it? And and on top of that, let's get back to real news. Trump is claiming that again ballot fraud. Again, this is something that has been done many times by the Democrats. It's it's like a kind of a no big brainer surprise for them. Or it shouldn't be even a surprise for us at all that we know that they're liable to do this. But Trump says that we will go to court. Well, good for you, Mr. Trump, and good for Trump for actually challenging the the ballot counters. Because we need people like Trump to keep America modest and honest and honest toes. We need people like Trump that can go out there and say, look, I'm not afraid to literally call out somebody for committing a ballot fraud. This is just disgraceful. But can you imagine how is it that people like Biden are okay with this Trump isn't? Is there is there something missing between the lines that I'm not reading? Because if the Democrats are okay with male fraudulent ballots being placed, then what gives you the right to be even a voter in the first place? Or run for president? Or be part of the American system. You should have your American system rights taken away from you just for trying to do something stupid like that. Now, on other news, when this does possibly happen, I don't know when, but it is said that Biden, I think, has possibly claimed he only wants one term. Oh, geez. Okay, on the first attempt of me trying to figure this out, I'm I'm gonna go on a. I I'm just gonna go on a whim here and take a guess and say, so you only had plans to go for one term, but does it not make sense on why you wanted to run for president? Only if you wanted to run one term? I mean, come on, Joe. We already know that you have dementia. We already know that you're not very up-to-date on things as it is. But one term? Okay, first of all, I would be very amazed if he can survive past one term or even a half a term. But just one term? This is what the Democrats' hopes are for, for getting the orange man out, as they claim. This is what the orange man is going up against. 
if this is what Biden has, or if this is the best Biden supporters have, then to me, their their best is not good enough. It does not even have a chance, a prayer, or a even drop of hope of taking Trump to the cleaner. Because if their hope is only to have a man with dementia and who is a supposed pedophile and a racist run for Congress and then have a woman that, first of all, we don't even know what her experience in politics is. We don't even know where she politically stands. We only... I guess we can only say the only thing we know where she politically stands is she's a Democrat. But we don't know her plans of whether or not she wants to keep guns, First Amendment, whether she's pro-abortion, anti-abortion, which, I again, I'm going to say because she's a Democrat, I'm going to take a guess and, again, go on a whim here and say that she's probably for abortion. Because she's a Democrat. We all know Democrats like abortion. Nothing good like waking up early in the morning and having your first morning cup of abortion coffee. I mean, sorry, a little premature for that joke. But you get the point. These are what the Democrats' viewpoints are. Anti-American, anti-rights, or anything. And first of all, we all know that Kamala Harris was a cop, a supposed cop. So if she was a cop or a police officer, then to me that right there says that that is not enough to have experience to even be vice president or even be president at all. That does not give her any experience to doing that. Oh, she may have experience, at least all of experience of law, knowing law enforcement rules and, and obligations that law enforcement have to abide by. But politically, I don't see her standing with two firm legs Politically, something is not going to connect the dots with her being in office. It's just there's no way you can connect the dots there. There's no hope of her trying to do any good for America at this point. We already know how far the Democrats have come to wanting to take down the wall make illegal immigrants be able to come through here and get stuff for free without even having to pay for it. And then on top of that, why not throw in maybe free car insurance or cars and license and driver's license and things that they need. But that's what they're already throwing in. At this point, it, there's no tangible evidence that's going to point towards Kamala doing the right thing. Because when she confirmed Amy Barrett, we saw 
her ask Amy, do, does she believe, does Amy believe in global warming? And Amy said, I am not in the position to answer this question. And Kamala Harris, you could see in that clip, was getting pretty agitated because she wanted Amy Barrett to bend, to break and acknowledge a fake problem that, first of all, it's problematic that we already know that global warming is not caused by cow farts. Global warming is caused by stupid people putting their heads together and their heads just completely becoming a big old fat tomato juiced pile of nothing. I don't even know if that made sense, but it's just like their heads explode with fake information every day that they cannot accept anything different than fake information given to them by the fake media that lies to them constantly. And you cannot explain to them the logical, factual evidence that white privilege doesn't exist, global warming is fake, and also on top of that, you cannot go into a video conference with a new possible confirmed Supreme Court judge and try to get her to bend when you already kind of know that this judge was picked by Trump because she's not going to bend to your liberal narrow logic. She's going to do her job and she's going to fulfill her obligations as a Supreme Court judge and do her due diligence to stay on the right path and not make wrong decisions based on whether you think that she needs to bend the rules and agree with just your stupid liberal logic. No, she's not going to do that. That is not how it works with Amy. And so I would like to congratulate Amy Barrett for actually getting the uh, confirmation that uh, we actually technically needed. We needed Amy Barrett on news. So in other news, there is there's more unrational uneasy rest going on like this whole and this is going to be a very touchy touchy subject so i i'm going to warn you now there might be some triggers words or things that might trigger some of you folks if you do happen to get triggered please now is the best time to take a moment and stop and don't listen anymore because we are going to literally tell you the straight, honest, to God truth. Nothing but the truth. The BLM protesters 
I don't know whether or not they have finally settled down or whether or not they're still going, but there is a possibility that they are going to come back again. But not only if they come back, guess what? Biden is going to tax everything. So guess what that means? BLM will now have to start paying money for what they stand for, for their company or for their organization, I guess you could say. This is what BLM is having to fight against. They're having to fight against a Democrat that supposedly stands for them but now is making them possibly have to pay money just to be an organization that never had to pay anything in the first place and really technically does not do anything or does not show any signs of just any kindness in their heart. They're full of hate, anger, and just no care at all. But BLM is going to have more hate when they figure out that Biden is supposedly might start taxing them. Oh, and dear Lord, it's not like already Scientology has to now possibly face that problem as well because they claim, again, Scientology claims that they are a, a religious organization just like BLM is a organization that's for their cause. They have to pay taxes. They have to pay and that is something that they don't like to do. And we know the left are, do not like paying money. They hate having to pay for things. They want to just poke at the rich people. And when they poke, what they aren't realizing is when they're poking at the, at trying to take money or poke at the rich, they're not really just poking at the rich. They're, they're taking jabs at themselves. It's a double-edged sword. So BLM is going to start realizing that once they start having to pay and they have to start registering or doing certain things and certain rules will start popping up little by little, this is going to start agitating the BLM supporters. And it's going to start making them realize that this is something that they're going to have to face and take the repercussions that they wanted. They wanted this stuff to happen, but the repercussion is going to come back and it's going to affect not just everyone else, but it also as well as them. And it's going to really bite them in the butt when they figure out that all the money that they have raised will little by little start disappearing and they won't have enough funds to continue their organizations. And their organizations will possibly have to get 
shut down or we'll have no way of being able to continue their organizations without having to beg or ask or start doing little I guess you would say cookie bakes or you know just trying to find a way to gain money just to survive and help continue the cause which the cause again we all know is not really helping the people of color anyway it's just another racist term of saying well black people are supposedly superior to white that's not it truth at all so once they realize that they're going to have to start finding a way to make money to continue their organization they're going to start really hating joe biden they're going to really start looking at the democrats point of views and start smacking themselves on the head and say we should have never done this we should have gone red or we should have just kept our mouth shut this is what the democrats are thinking is not going to affect them but again it's going to hit them in the hardest way possible it's going to be a big gut check big reality check for everyone and including myself I mean, I'm doing a podcast, a simple podcast in my studio with a laptop and a tablet and my phone. I'm not literally doing it for money, but if, you know, things come to worse... How are people going to be able to gain money? Well, obviously, again, I don't get money for doing this. So, luckily, things like that are not going to affect me. But what will affect me is that the majority of conservatives will start being silenced and we will start being found any way possible and we will be shut down and targeted or arrested or whatever you know they can think of there will be repercussions in this 2020 election and this is what the democrats wanted but ladies and gentlemen when they get the reality check that they need it's not something that we should laugh at them for it's something that we should look at them and say I think we told you that this was coming, but you wouldn't listen to us. So now you have to lie in the bed that you made. You have to eat humble pie here, kids. And it's going to be a hard, cold day in winter hell when that probably ever will happen. But anyway, on to other uh, news. So... Uh, there has been possible rumors that Putin might step down next year, I think. Okay, so is there something that we are not realizing that is going on? That Putin is kind of starting to get a sense of? And first of all, let's not forget that Putin probably has run a lot 
in his life, he has had a big run, I think, in Russia, if I'm correct. That's the Russian... Yeah, it is. Okay, it is. The Russian uh, leader. He's... He... He's pretty much stepping down, but why? Why? Why is it that a Russian dictator is going to step down when nobody else is aware that something could be going on? Is it possibly Putin might be sick? Is it possible that he's just gotten to a point where he realized ah, screw it, this is not the way I'm it's not going the way I was thinking it would and I just can't take that no more it, there's going to be a reason and whether or not we figure it out at some point I I hope that there there's a big wake up call out there that this could be a sign that it might be the end is coming to that near fatal hour. That revelation is going to happen. At some point, it will start sinking into the Antichrist that all their talk, a big talk, won't get them very far. And they have never, ever gotten them anywhere. They may have think that they've got away with it now, but it won't end the way it will end that they've dreamed of. This is what Christians need to start seeing, is that we need to pray more. We need to have more faith in ourselves and more faith in God. We need to trust in God and let God hear our prayers every night that we can talk to Him and make sure that when you talk to Him, you do it and you be heartfelt about it. But I hear a lot of atheists claiming that, well, there is no God. How, Romeo, can you prove that there is a God? Well, first of all, how can you prove to me that you're alive? You're right in front of me, right? Okay, well, there, there's a point that doesn't even make a point. So, how do I know that God's real? Again, you're alive. But that's not the point. The point is, is that you as a human being, were created out of the image of God. Whether you were black, white, Chinese, Asian, Mexican, whatever, you are made from the view and the eyes of God 
the Almighty, the Lord and Savior. And it doesn't matter what your political beliefs are, whether your belief is the same as somebody else. It matters that you understand that when you die, it's over. There is no more chances. It's game over. Thank you for playing the game of life. And I and I hear a lot of atheists saying, well, there is no heaven, there is no hell. How can you believe in a Bible that is a fairy tale? Okay, first of all, how can you believe in being an atheist? How can you believe in being an atheist is the way that you should live your life and will save you. So ultimately, you're just telling me that, I guess, being an atheist is a better way than nothing, right? So tell me, how does atheism help you? Okay, so you may have your views, but what gives you the right to tell me that my belief could be the way that keeps me happy and keeps me thinking and waking up every day that I have something that I trust in, our God. I trust in God. Now, I'm not saying God is fake, but a lot of atheists will say God is fake. But what they don't realize is that you may claim God is not real, but how was the world made? Oh, and I hear this excuse, Romeo, it's the Big Bang Theory. It's the, and we're not going off on the TV show, The Big Bang Theory. We're talking about the actual catastrophic boom that happened, I don't know, whatever they believe in, tens of thousand billion years ago. Okay, that does not even describe how one was made. That just says how the possible world has ended. Oh, well, we believe in DNA and science. Okay, so how does science again prove that there is no God? Well, Charles Darwin, Bill Nye the Science Guy, Stephen Hawkins... I think if you look down the aisle of Stephen Hawkins' last few books, he started, I think, realizing that there was a God that existed. I think he started coming to the conclusion that he was starting to see that God was the answer to what he was looking for, but he was just so blind by all of these atheistic viewpoints that he didn't see it. And it, the science actually does lead not just to scientific, you know, like what atheists claim. Atheists can never point towards the direction of God because they know that there is one answer and one answer only. 
Just like there's only two genders. Atheists are afraid to answer because they don't think of what the answer is that that is rational. They think the answer is irrational and cannot be explained because there's no factual information to back it up. But there is. It's not just the Bible that backed it up, but scientists have found the Noah Ark. They found the Ark. They found different things that possibly belong to Jesus Christ to prove that it is true. Now, I've heard a lot of people say, well, Jesus was black, and some were saying he's white. He was Middle Western. Now, if you know what Middle Western people look like, you'll get a good generalization of what they look like. Jesus was a carpenter. So Jesus was real. So how can atheists sit there and expect a claim but then claim that we are crazy and we are hateful group of people that just basically are a bunch of quacks. But how can they judge us for something that it sounds almost like they don't understand or have never read the Bible or have looked at evidence? of proof. They only go by what is being told and given to them. This is just like what the liberals are doing. They're giving other people the same talking points and information that was given to them with no proof to back up their claims, no proof to tell them that that is possibly the most incorrect viewpoint that they've had but it's no rational evidence could point to their claim being truth. But they still will claim it as such. Now, I'm not judging atheists. I, I've been an atheist myself before, and I totally, completely can understand that atheism is a big thing. So is Islam, and so is... Judaism and Buddhism and other different religions out there. There's billions and probably trillions of different religions out there, and Christianity being one. But as a Christian myself, I can see. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we this is all the time we got. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for checking us.